what is the number one mistake we see clients in our industry make? That's our topic for today on five minutes with five pack. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us again on 5 Minutes with 5Pack. My name is Kara Munoz and I am your host for today, joined by none other than 5Pack CEO and one of our co-founders, Kevin Legg. Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today. You bet. Now, we are both live from Tulsa. To get started, tell us a little bit about the history of your you know, time in Tulsa and really how it traces back to really the early days of your career. Yeah, it really does. Um, so I graduated from TU uh, with a master's degree in computer science and went to work uh, here in town right after that. Um, but very quickly, um, I went to another company in town and met uh, Jerry Beers. Yeah. And so we worked together a lot, had a good time. And then we just stayed together in our careers for, I don't know, 10, 12 years after that. And this was just sort of a natural extension of, of that time once the Apple devices uh, came out. And so that's the short version. That's amazing. And there's certainly, we could spend the rest of this episode and probably five more telling the totality of that story, yeah. but I'm sure in pieces, we'll get through it in several episodes here in the future. But Tulsa is now really the home of Five Pack's main office right here. And we uh, love being right here in Oklahoma, not far from Dallas, central to the US. And I'll say, let's dive right into some rapid fire questions to get to know sure. you a little bit more. We'll start with the big one, iOS or Android? Well, I'm an Apple guy, so iOS. All right. Uh, Android people, I'm so sorry. This is two episodes in a row. We will get you. I promise. One of our guests will be on your side. <laughs> so thinking of iOS now, I know this one's going to be hard for you. Tell me if you had to pick between your Apple Watch and your iPad, which would you pick? I uh, would go with the watch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. that one surprises me. Why? Well, a, a couple things. So actually, um, I just recently bought... Um, well, I don't know if you can see it, but this is an actual Kindle scribe. Okay. Um, so I like paper. I like ink on paper. And I've forever tried to find some way to recreate that. And yeah. the Apple device is actually not very good at it. I don't think it's very good. So yeah. that's the primary thing. I've that's got the phone that's a big, big enough screen. So yeah, the watch. I think the watch is the way to go for me. Nice. Okay. Now tell me what is one app you're using right now, whether it's on the watch, iPad, iPhone that you're just loving and why? Um, it's a lot of apps and they fall into different categories. Probably the, uh, I'll tell you this story. So we were, um, traveling internationally, uh, recently okay. and flew, you know, we're coming back to the U S and it's, it's a long day of travel and everything. We got to, um, Dallas on the way, then last leg, you know, back to Tulsa. Uh, and we heard that our flight was, uh, going to be delayed or, or maybe scrubbed all together. The worst. Um, yeah. Because of, I don't know, mechanical or an engine problem or something like that. Okay. We don't want to fly on that plane. That's great. Uh, but um, everybody's standing there. Everybody's tired, all that stuff. Um, I opened the American Airlines app, which, you know, is, is something that we contribute to and help with. Um, but that app actually said we should be at a different gate. Okay. No one's announcing anything. No one's saying anything about it. That gate's in a totally different part of the airport. It's it's a long ways over there, but it's like, hey, this says it's going to start, you know, boarding in like ten minutes. Oh wow! And we just we just followed the app. We did what it said, and we actually made it to the other gate. And it was true; they had actually found another plane and diverted us over there. 
but they weren't announcing it. They weren't telling it, but the app was actually ahead of the, the live in-person announcement. So that was great. That's amazing. Technology yeah. at its best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So tell me this, it's a little bit more in depth and one that may be more hard to answer. Sure. You've been in the industry for decades now. What is yeah. one resource, whether it's a book, podcast, blog that you would recommend to people in this industry from product owners to developers, really from any perspective? My, probably that is a tough one. Um, I have a book that I recommend to everybody, which is how to solve it. Yeah. I think we're going to, I think top grading actually is the one that I would say to, to leaders. Um, and, and really even as a, as a team member. So it's a book by Brad smart. Um, but it really lays out well, what, the balance of business, like the equation of how I as an employee versus what the company needs versus, and it, it lays that out in a way that's not just theoretical. It actually gives, like if you're someone hiring somebody, it gives interview questions. It gives, there's an entire process around how to get the talent part of it right. And and software, um, as much as it is about the technology, it, it really comes down to the people. And, and so sure. the people involved in making that software are, critical and key to being successful at it. So, yeah. And I'll say even on how to solve it, one thing I've always appreciated about you, anytime you've even recommended books and assigned them to me, you've always placed an emphasis on books that aren't just uh, pres necessarily prescriptive, but they have practical steps <laughs> so yeah. that you can apply what it is you're learning. It's not just ethereal philosophy, but there's actually something to implement that has measurable yeah. action to it. And both of those books certainly have that. So those are great recommendations, how to solve it. And then creating. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So you got a two for one there. Listen All right. One. All right. Last question, Kevin, I've heard you tell this story before, and I wanted to finish off with it. Tell me, you know, when you understood at what age that you wanted a career in tech and why? Yeah. So very early, I, I was young, um, fifth grade. I'm starting to get a little bit older. So those memories get a little duller the further away they get. But um, I, uh, a, a couple of things kind of clicked together. Um, I, I had a, um, a class or, or a summer camp where I got to go and actually get hands on. You know, this is the early days of computing, the dinosaur days of early personal computing, at least. Yeah. Um, and and that experience really changed the course of my life. I mean, I, I felt in love with the technology and um, the ability to create. So there was a there was a creative side to that, too. Yeah. Not that I'm a hugely creative person, but I think everybody has you know the desire to build or to, to make something. And I think for me, there was that notion of like, OK, I can think of something. I can implement it here and then I can see the result of it very, very, you know, rapidly as opposed to some kind of a mechanical, you know, process or an engineering process in another way. So. That's amazing. And then tell me about the program you wrote first. Well, so I, um, as a, you know, a young kid, I wrote a lot of programs that way, but the first program I wrote that was really for, uh, for money, yeah. um, I, my grandfathers were both involved in oil uh, exploration uh, business and, and the production of that oil. And their part of their job was then to take all the expenses that would come in in the maintenance of, of those projects and send invoices to the shareholders to, uh, in, the, in the oil well interests. Sure. And so it, it sounds very easy, but the reality is a lot of these interests are 
um, you know, fairly challenging math. There, there's a lot of sub-interests and, well, this person was alive and had the interest and then they died and it went to their three kids. And, yeah. you know, there's just a lot of that to keep up with. And so the software wasn't that complex, but it was a really fun challenge to write that and then see it, you know, used every day. So. Yeah. And actually have a business impact is yeah. the other corollary there, not just necessarily making yeah. uh, Pac-Man or Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. That well, interest in seeing that come, come, you know, into uh, something that was actually uh, monetarily useful to them was the hook, you know, then into the business side of it for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that transitions us really well into today's five minute topic. And that is the number one mistake we see clients in our industry make. So to give a little bit of backstory here, when I first started working at five pack back in the summer of 2021, I was getting to know the business, getting to know you and your philosophy, the way you even think about this industry and building software. And I posed this question to you and it was, what's the mistake you see people in our industry make? And your answer was so succinct (laughs) as usual. And you said they build the wrong thing the wrong way. I want you to break that down for all of our listeners today and explain what you mean by that. Yeah. Um, Software is uh, wonderful um, in the sense that it's extremely flexible. Like we can do anything, you know, with that. That's also the worst, you know, problem to have is because it's so flexible, you can do anything with it. Um, I liken software uh, to, to two primary things. And it, it really is like both of them at different times. And you have to be a little careful with it. But it's like writing a story or a book in that sense, or it's like building a house. Mm-hmm. Both of those analogies come into play in different ways at different times. Um, but the problem that we see a lot of clients come to us and they've built software or, or the way that they want to build software is they, they, when I say they build it the wrong way or they build the wrong thing, Uh, they don't understand the problem. Like software is generally hired by a customer to solve a job. Like they're, they're going to come to that software because they want it to fulfill. It's a tool. It's something to help them in their whatever daily life or business or whatever, or even if it's just entertainment, it's a game. It has, it has an objective or something to fill. So not understanding that. So we say we build something the wrong, you know, build the wrong thing. That that's why it's really understanding what is it that that tool or that piece of software needs to do for its user or, or its customer? And then, and then to do it the wrong way, um, it is a little bit like um, a novel or something. And so people get sort of enamored, you know, with their own idea or their own thought. And they'll want to just build this, you know, magnum opus of their life into this software. Yeah. And software is expensive. I mean, it's just the reality of it. It's, it, yeah. And so... Um, that's, that's the wrong way for us, the right way. And the, the corollary of that is like, okay, well, what do you do at five pack? And why is that the right way yeah. uh, for us? What we learned, um, just through our personal experience, um, was that we really want to be iterative, mm-hmm. uh, both on understanding what is the problem and what's the issue that we're trying to solve for the customer, but also in the approach of, of how we deliver that. Yeah. And not overbake the UI, not overbake, like don't invest more than you need to do to get to that next step of what it is that you're trying to solve and really test that out and prove that out. Yeah, that's excellent. And it, you know, brings to mind a process that we have here at Five Pack called Launch Lab. Maybe in yeah. a minute or less, Kevin, break down what is Launch Lab and why do we do it at the beginning of projects? 
Yeah, so the Launch Lab for us, it, it's a great way to get introductory to both sides. I mean, one is the relationship between us. Like, are, are you going to want to work with us? And we're we going to want to work with you. Like, it needs to match both sides. But from a practical standpoint, it lets us really hone in on what is that issue? What are you trying to do? It, it also lets us look at the big picture of where is this going to go in the future? So it's not just this little tiny thing, but where is it going to live in two years or three years or five years? And so we get to explore that together. But then we also get to take that down to the next level, a really practical level and say, what are we going to build first? Let, let's carve off the piece that's going to be, you know, prove out your idea, test out the market, let it make sure it's the right thing. And, and then, you know, let's go from there. Um, but it also lets the customer, the client know what to expect. It, it's not a free for all or, or gosh, I'm just writing you a blank check or I really hope this works out. It's like, no, both sides get really comfortable about diving into the details, the epics, the stories, the, you know, the screen designs, all of that stuff gets fleshed out. <clears throat> and it's also, um, we do it in a way that's very non-committal. Like you get to do that, you take those deliverables, you, you can walk away. You can take that then to investors, you can take it then to work on patents, you can take it to, you know, all of those things. And, and we can help you with all those things as well. But if you don't, you know, want to use us, that's fine. You can take that as a separate snap point and go, go off and do that. So. Launch Lab is very important to us. Um, I think primarily for answering both of those questions: are are we comfortable? Are you comfortable that we're we're answering the right problem? We're solving the right thing, and then let's do that together in an iterative way where we've laid out a long term plan and a short term, you know, deliverable plan that you understand and are comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, another way at a high level to just boil down why Launch Lab and what it is, it really is our solution to mitigate that risk of building yes, the wrong thing it. the right way. And at yep. the end of the day, I think it so embodies one of our core values here at Five Pack, which is just beginning with the end in mind. Let's understand where we're headed and architect our way there, you know, from a good starting point and make sure we're aligned on our understanding. So we love building software. We could talk about it all day, but we yes. are at time for today. So Kevin, thank you so much for your time. Listeners, thank you yeah. for joining us. I know this will not be Kevin's first time on the podcast, fingers crossed. <laughs> and we'll get into more topics. We'll so thank you yeah. for joining us. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Five Minutes with Five Pack. Our goal is to take the industry experience and expertise we have to be a guide that you can trust in an ever-evolving digital landscape. We invite you to share this episode if it's been a help to you and also subscribe on your preferred streaming platform. You can also learn more about Five Pack at fivepack.com. We'll see you back here next time.